just jump in at QB. Ooh. Box. Ooh. Lots of good Boy. fantasy action. Ooh. Ooh. All right, shall we? Ooh. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Let's go. All right. Welcome to the podcast. We're live. We're local. We're NPR's finest. It is yours truly, Grant Whittington, the owner of Grant's Good Guys Got Game. Off to a great, great start this year, despite some uh, some nice scheduling, I would say, especially this week. Your boys 2-0, and I'm joined with our VIP league commissioner, Jacob Eric Gaines. Also a co-host for... For those uh, listening, I'll be here every week. Oh, a co-host of we should, uh, we should say we should say uh, a co-host of a podcast called the the Pipeline Fantasy Podcast. Working title. And the delay is because it is working <laughs> title, and he literally had to look at the name of it. So PF Pod for short. The PF Pod. The PF Pod. We already have zero followers on Twitter, um, so tweet at us. And, we have yeah. zero zero Instagram followers as well. Yeah, a couple LinkedIn though, a couple LinkedIn followers. It's, it's we're great. building our we're building our uh, professional network. Is yeah. that a Falcons hat? It's a Falcons hat. Yeah, wow. all black. Can't can't even tell. What is it? Fins up? No. What's the what's the hawk rise, down? Rise up. Rise, rise up. up. Rise up. Rise up. Yeah, let's go. Rise up. Tough tough, tough week, week to be a to be a Falcon fan. Homer. Yeah. Tough week uh, to be a spec. No, great, great week to be a spec. <laughs> great week to have have Falcon fantasy players. Just tough week to be a a Falconite, which I think the fans are called. <laughs> do we want to? All right. Do we want to? How Grant lead us off, bud? We uh, get. So what I think are we it, into, I, What are we getting into today? I think it would be useful if we first it's established what we're talking about and what the impetus for this podcast was. Um, basically. Last Wednesday, it was about four days ago, five days ago, I texted Gaines and was like, we should do a podcast. Grant said, you know, Gaines, I think people would be interested to hear, you know, what's going on in, in the pipeline basically because it's cream of the crop. And, you know, as commissioner, I agree. Um, so, you know, let's give the people what they want, you know, we'll give the people what they want. So quick background on the league from the commission here yep. uh we've got we're a 12 teamer dynasty league uh we've got about 24 roster spots three of those are taxi uh reserved for rookies um we start uh two flex and a super flex as well so high high point scoring potential um and you know we got we got 12 you know committed we got 11 committed and one semi-committed member, uh, Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're keeping it, keeping it cool. So, uh, it's a great time. The add. scoring, uh, we just implemented a new scoring structure where we allot two points if you win the game and one point if you score in the top six of the league. So if you just have a really tough matchup, it's, we, we're calling it hockey points because you deserve points for those shootout matchups. So 
uh, as evidenced by last week, it's, it's working well. Gaines uh, fell victim to the Grant's Good Guys Got Game, just the, the power stack of uh, – not quite a stack, actually. I don't, know, I don't think I have two guys playing on the same team. But Christian McCaffrey, Josh Allen carried my team last week and took Gaines down in the last minute. It was a tough loss. Tough Victim, loss victimized we, uh, by James Conner. Secured the hockey point. So, uh, you know, it's not all bad. All right. So let's, let's, let's get into what we started the pod for, to talk about the matchups from the last week. Uh, up first, we have the high scoring. We want to take a second to, to recognize Sean Bassett. 67.38 points as at the time of this being broadcast. Uh, he still has Will Lutz, and if he has a power leg, could you know could could put up 50 points needed to to secure the victory today. Uh, we'll go to we'll jump to the actual top story tonight. Uh, Kinsler, Jake Kinsler, seller last year. He was the, the last place team had the first overall pick. Is the first member of the Pipeline Fantasy Football League 200 club. So. Quite an impressive feat. This is the second year we've been officially officially playing Dynasty football with the uh, Superflex, but the very first time that we've eclipsed 200, and he did so in dramatic fashion, 200.06 points. So we were talking, if, if, if Russell Wilson took a kneel at the end of the game, he would have been in the 199 uh, so. I think it would have rounded up. I think it would have rounded up. To I disagree. I, dis- I mean, I guess we'll never know, but none of the other scores, they don't. What other should, I adjust, should I, as commissioner, adjust the scoring and see what happens? Absolutely. Put him back, put him back in his place. Adjust scoring. Let's see what it says. Uh, for all of you guys listening out there, this is a great demonstration. <laughs> yeah, no, no actual tampering took place. Uh, I can't. No, I have to leave an adjustment note. You've got to leave a not a trail. Mm. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. I don't need to. That's nice, though. It keeps you honest. Yeah, I don't need uh, I don't need them on my ass. But yeah, All right. uh, Jake so, Kinzer, uh, the Tiger Kings absolutely slaughtered the homoerotic acid tripper, led by uh, Nick Schraffenberger. So what? Uh, what jumps out? So I mean, this week the first. How about the first thing that comes to mind here when you're talking about Kinzer's uh, 200 points slacking is uh, the Aaron Jones trade, man. RJ RJ Walton are uh, are tanker our notable tanker of the year the, the only committed tanker this year as of right now sold aaron jones for daniel jones who had approximately what what are we talking quick math 30 33 less points i i don't have it up in front of me i'm just taking did aaron jo- did, did daniel jones have 10 fantasy points daniel jones had very minimal fantasy points daniel jones i'm pretty sure was in the single digits last mm. week the Giants got manhandled by the that Bears. So that Bears. So the trade was Aaron Jones and Jerry Judy for Daniel Jones and Henry Ruggs. So it's essentially the Joneses and then the flip of the Alabama wide receivers. Uh, so yeah, I mean so far yielding great results for, for Jake Kinser, who is really just for those for for a background of Jake Kinser's meteoric rise to the top, he was put in a very difficult position last year where when he inherited the dynasty team. He completely flipped it around, having great trades and a great draft. He notably traded uh Shrey, um who was it? Matt Stafford, 
for Terry McLaurin and a first round pick pick that first round pick ended up being pick 105 which ended up being Clyde Edwards Hilaire which is a an amazing foundation for a dynasty running back or a dynasty roster for years to come so just an unbelievable we've never seen a turnaround this fast and we've only been in business for two years and we've literally <laughs> we've never, never seen, seen it like so Gaines and I both wore hats today just so we could take our hats off to uh to Jake Kinser you to, do that. Yeah, it's a you podcast, that, but yeah. it's a podcast, but just know that we're, no, we're doing recording. It. We're recording for our premium listeners. <laughs> Streaming live now on uh, <laughs> Omegle. <laughs> uh, notable was Joe Burrow starting over Baker Mayfield. Honestly, I questioned it. I still question the um, the the friendship aspect of it, knowing that Schraff is a Bengals fan. So he, you know, every time the Bengals scored. It was much to his chagrin because he was. I mean, that's just, that's just gamesmanship. That's just pure, unadulterated gamesmanship right there. I mean, not only, not only are you, you know, Joe Burrow, number one, he's cool, man. He's Joe. He's, he's cool, cool Joe Burrow. He is lighting it up, man. Three touchdowns, 300 and something yards. Like, he's a guy you want on your team. You combine that, you combine that with, you know, just really rubbing your dick in Trap's face. And I'm not, <laughs> no homoerotic acid trippers, but. Like, it's it's pretty fucked up, pretty fucked up. That was just that was just Kinter coming at him. It was making a statement. It was saying, "Hey, I'm back. You were in the finals last year. I was the number one overall pick, and now you know." Yeah, I mean, there's no third. more convincing way to win than to put up 200 points, win by 60 when your opponent puts up 140. 140. I don't have the the stats in front of us, but that is normally a victory in our league. One, you know, I, like the, I think the 130 mark is generally a, uh, you know, a, something to live by. It's yeah. like, a, you know, if you, if you put up 130, it's a respectable, good, potentially game-winning game. Uh, we'll Which, again, how, a, a cool uh, reminder, homoerotic acid tripper, trip is walking out with a hockey point. So. Well, I, think, I don't think we can declare that yet. I think we're oh, going to have to wait right. for the final results. So we're going to have yeah. to wait for our uh, – our handy, handy accountant, uh, Jason Dobkin, handles the hockey points. Uh, and, you know, come tomorrow morning, we'll see if uh, Shraff's able to – Oh, I'm not going to sleep. Pull the out a hockey point. Just... Mm. Couple – I mean, let's – and let's look – okay. So, let's look at this matchup a little bit more detail before we move on. And, you know, a couple of things that we want to point out – or that I want to point out. I don't know if you're interested in pointing them out. But <laughs> uh, Julian Edelman washed right 34 years old wide receiver dude had like his career high in receiving yards last night 100 and wow what? 179 179 on eight catches and you know they thought cam you know y'all gonna be a the rushing attack and you know jules came out fine and i mean i hear 11 targets i hear through the, mm. hear through the grapevine that you know Shraff might be uh selling some selling some players for picks it might be uh trying oh, to get absolutely selling the house He's zero and two. He's looking down the gun of a barrel, the the barrel of a gun. He is, yeah, he's in desperation I mean, right now. It sounds like this Julian Edelman might be somebody worth uh, worth picking up, worth looking into if you're in need of a reliable, handsome wide receiver. See, the problem with Julian Edelman is once you trade for him, and I felt like this when I traded for Keenan Allen. Also, even though Keenan Allen, I remind you, is 28 years old, is that you feel like you have him for the rest of your his career. 
if you trade for Julian Edelman now, what's his future trade value? You're not. You're not getting anything. No, back you're retiring you a out. Julian Edelman owner, which is cool. Like maybe you'll hang his his jersey in the rafters one day. But if he if he wins you a ship, yeah. maybe everybody's just looking for that one piece, Grant, including <laughs> including including your guys, including uh, you, Jake. Jake, you want to say your phone number, ladies? If you're single, no, no, we're gonna keep that private. <laughs> All um, right. Uh, the yeah, tight end matchup. This was an elite tight end matchup. Going into the day, the day if you said Gasecki and Tyler Higby would combine for 50 points, I'd say, all right, all right, we'll see. Tyler Higby, three touchdowns. Four catches, three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. That's efficiency. We all and a few dance moves, moves too. Do you, see the, do, you see the, do you see the hair on this guy? Oh, gorgeous. gorgeous Tyler flow. Higby, man, has got flow for days. See, I don't know if I'd be rocking the flow like that. I feel like, well, A, I can't grow it. B, isn't doesn't that make you easier to spot on the field? You know, six foot six dude with with luscious flow. Yeah, I mean, if you can't spot the six foot six dude without the flow, then you're gonna be <laughs> without the flow. You can't see trouble. him with the flow. He's he's always there. Anything yeah, else notable from this? Well, AJ Brown also. AJ Brown on the bench. I was just gonna say that. So Kinsler puts up two hundred sans AJ Brown. Absolutely bonkers. Sans. That's uh for the Latin folks out there. Mm-hmm. Would that mean without? Sans serif, yeah, without. Yeah, all right. <laughs> right. Uh, other news, also, other thing, this is a big NFL storyline this week is the Rams running backs. I mean, so Kinter traded DK Metcalf for basically the Rams running back group. And he might finally have – Cam Akers got injured early in the in the game, and, and I think Malcolm Brown might have got injured too. So Daryl Henderson really showed out, and he might be, he might be the real deal. He was a third-round pick out of Memphis last year. Uh, you know, they traded up, the Rams traded up for him, didn't get a lot of run, and, you know, 19.1, he had 120 uh, total yards this week, mm. unlimited touches. This might be exactly what, yeah, I mean, did this. you give the Tyrekins after trading for Aaron Jones, you give them, and picking up Clyde Edwards and Larry, you give them another running back option, and if it's him, he's electric, and, you know, you gotta watch out. This is, this is a team, uh, just foreshadowing, this is, this is a a team at the top right now. Years to come, too. That's the scary part. I mean, his team is is rocking the youth, too. Jerry yeah. Judy is on his taxi squad. Unbelievable. Yeah, Jerry Judy is, I mean, his route running is already top top in the game. It's so good. Some and and poor Chap, I know, we're, I, know we're, I know we're harping on Kinter here, and I I feel like we got to give Shrap a little bit of love. I mean, he's taking – dude, he's got Derrick Henry and Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette might yeah. be the new back. Mm. I mean, he's got Deshaun Watson and the Aaron Rodgers. Also, Edelman. don't this sleep. Not bad. Yeah, Anything and don't and happen. don't sleep. Don't sleep on Chad Henney. I'm telling you, dude is lethal if he gets a chance. Shraff, that's a great he pickup. Is. Keep him on your roster. He is. Chad Henney, great things to come. He's a Michigan man, huh? Michigan. And, man. and Lord only knows where your team would be if Devin Funchess didn't opt out. Honestly, you <laughs> might be. This might be an entirely different story. Devin Funchess puts up different. puts up a 65 spot. Um, against the, the Lions the this week, Funches. game over. The Devin, the Devin Funches, Aaron Rodgers stack. Yeah, and, you know, not not as lethal was, as not as lethal as the Allen Lazard Aaron Rodgers stack. Not quite. Not no. Quite. But, uh, all right, I think we can uh, move on to to the next matchup. Yep. It was, it was a great topic of conversation. We, I don't know how we're doing on time. We definitely went over. <laughs> we totally went over. We might have went over, but the good news is there is no time. We're just doing this for fun. Yeah. We're not on a we're not on a time limit. We got no no sponsors at all. Period. There will be no, no breaks, no commercials yet. 
I, I heard uh, Charmin Ultra was trying to trying to get in, but you might you might get a commercial. You might hear one on the ESPN page as I'm scrolling through. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, this podcast right. is brought to you by ESPN's Fantasy Cast. All right, on to matchup number two, Grant. Matchup number two. We're looking at Tampa Tom, the proud owner um, of Sean Bassett, or the, the GM. What am I saying? Sean Bassett owns Tampa Tom. And they got absolutely decimated this week by mediocre QBs and elite TEs. Shrey Mittal. Not That's not a joke either. Elite TEs. Travis Kelsey, 19.5 points. People don't realize that Travis Kelsey is as good of a receiving option as anybody. You know, no doubt. You, yeah. you, you have Travis Kelsey. You're, you're, you're winning that battle. Well, Shrey will be quick to say that people criticized him for keeping Travis Kelsey at a really reasonable rate. And I wholeheartedly disagree. The tight end position is one of the hardest to come by in the game. So if you can get someone who consistently puts up points and is part of a high, fl- high flying lethal offense, as is KC, you, you got to love Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's a must start every week, obviously. He's a hundred, hundred percent. And you look on the flip side of that, Jimmy Graham was a hundred percent there in 2012. Duh bears. But you know, his time is kind of eroded and you know, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice. Tough, yeah, damn. Sean trying Jimmy to, Graham. trying to get his inner Jimmy old Graham. Jimmy Graham. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to Sean, he had George Kittle uh, out for the week, which is just, really tough like imagine being it is this, imagine having this week of a roster and having your best player arguably best and a best football player right um, but not taking a flyer on jordan reed i think that's i think gra- that could I bite him say the same thing i think i think you really got to wonder why why out of all the out of all the possibilities you got greg olsen sitting on your bench you had a drop turn pick six smart sit it's a good sit you don't get negative points for the drop pick six but <laughs> Uh, you know, zero spot. Not Same not great. Bryson not great. Ho- Bryson Hopkins, his other tight end, zero spot. He's, I, mean, I imagine he's, ta- he's a taxi. He's got to be a taxi guy. He's a taxi squad guy. A healthy he's scratch from Sunday. Eligible, but uh, another taxi squad but, guy, Keyshawn Vaughn. Gaines, how do you, how do you like not, the, the prospects of Keyshawn? I'm not a Keyshawn Vaughn fan. Uh, it's on the record. I don't. To be honest, Grant, I don't think it's. I think it's kind of fucked up for you to dig into sh- your friend Sean like this. <laughs> Like coming out of hot, dude. I'm calling it how I see it. You know, you put up 67 points. I don't know what else you expect. Let's, I mean, yeah, go through his I roster. Mean, Devontae Adams got hurt. Ve- amazing wide receiver, yeah, hands down. Unanimous, the number one position rank going into today. Very tough to see that he pulled the hammy after, especially his dominant week one 156 yards, two touchdowns, 17 targets. Unbelievable. AJ Green, how many targets did AJ Green? Oh, he AJ Green with a rock solid three catches on thirteen targets. That's unreal yeah. efficiency. Unreal mm. efficiency. That's tough, but you like the start there. I mean, if if you're getting that many looks, they hundred percent. I mean, yeah. You get Joe. You got Joe Burrow. We just talked. We just touched on it in Kitchen's match. Joe Burrow threw for three hundred something yards and three touchdowns, and AJ Green got eleven targets and he had three catches for twenty nine yards. Yep. Yeah. Also, also Mitch Trubisky over Teddy Bridgewater. I know Sean was, was on the fence with that one back and forth all week. It, not a not consequential decision, but good management still. Good management. Good management. You know, Mitch, okay, Mitch so with five points this is, more. This is the real thing moving forward with Sean's team because, you know, Sean's team, it looks 
and I've been saying this since preseason, there's no, there's just no depth going on in this, on this team. You just got a whole bunch of yuck, yucky, yucky. You know what I mean? You were just. <laughs> got that yucky, yucky, yucky. But, but, okay, but things, so we, okay, we buried the lead here. Week two, decimating injuries all around. Decimating injuries. Yes. There are, yep. there are in an unreal amount of injuries going on in the NFL right now. I mean, look no further and, than, than RB one. And we'll, and we'll move on. We'll move on to that in a second. But I think that you look, you're looking at, and, and actually in tandem with that, you're looking at Sean's bench right now. Jarek McKinnon is looking like a juicy play moving forward. He's looking like a flex play for no a doubt. start yep. for a starving lineup. He is looking like a flex play. You know, if, with, if bad luck isn't following it, San Francisco, if bad luck isn't following San Francisco, they're like, um, they have like, what's, what's his name? Gaines from lost Jonah Judah. What's his name from lost? The millionaire who just ever since Hugo. he won the lottery, oh, Hugo. Yeah. Hugo. Yeah. I sw- Hugo must be in candlestick, like haunting them. And I know they play in a different stadium now, but he San Francisco is guy too, ruined. Hugo. He was a California guy, too. I think he's yep. L.A., though. Southern Cal. Also but notable yeah. on Sean's team, Josh Kelly. Really like the way Josh Kelly plays. I've watched the Chargers closely because I'm a proud owner of Keenan Allen. And he just runs so hard. He goes at guys. No no dancing around. He's just a straight downhill rusher, which you got to love. He's, I do love 23, that. 23 carries. Wow. He, he's looking great. He's – um. He's also a local kid, huh? He's a UCLA guy. He, yep. uh, stayed, he got drafted by the Chargers. Chargers. Sorry. Sometimes I, like, question myself when I say – because, you know, I always say San Diego Chargers and then it's the L.A. Chargers. And, but they're still the Chargers. They're, they're still the Chargers. They're, they're, they're no they're Washington the football team. team. They, are, they are still the Chargers. There's no Washington football team. Correct. So he also so, thought that he caught a break in having Malcolm Brown rostered. But as you mentioned, Malcolm Brown – left the game, was questionable return. Let's see if we have a injured his finger. So hopefully not it's nothing serious. A lot of news. I don't think there's a lot of news on it. Um, no. Hopefully nothing serious, though. Miles but, Sanders came back full force, played really well. So, I mean, here's the, the question on, here's the question on Sean's team is, you know, buy or sell? <laughs> you got a lot of – What's your answer, Sean? What's it going to be, Shawnee? I mean, that's the question. You got Miles. You got quarterback situation is not bright. You've got forty-three-year-old Tom Brady, Mitch Trubisky, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you got Devontae Adams, one of the best, one of the best in the league. You got a young running back in Miles Sanders, but I mean, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, Devonta Freeman's a free agent. Maybe that something will pay off this week. I don't know, but you know what? What's the plan here? Because I think. You, I think that's something that, that he needs to figure out by the end of the week. So then we can look at look at Shrey's roster. We see Deontay Johnson. Just any Steelers wide receiver is balling out right now. Except for James Washington. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, I guess not so much for James Washington. Um, OBJ, is he back? I don't know. I mean, so he went from getting shat on the other week or so. <laughs> Being being a a touchdown scoring threat. I mean, he was he was looking like OBJ. He was looking like the queen OBJ. And you know, it, I think he's a piece. He's a piece for sure. And he's 
Also, can we just talk about how 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 was that ruled a touchdown? We all watched the play. He was clearly down at the half yard mark, and then later in the game, just so inconsistent from the officiating. The, the refs, yeah, the refs called who, back who two the, touchdowns that were were given. The other what was the other touchdown that got called back? One to one to Geo. One to Geo, and then there was a um, I think it was a Browns running back that was called back, and then the drive stalled. Also, I'm pretty sure at the one yard line. We're we're gonna we're gonna fact check that. Uh, we'll go back to the tape. Okay. We'll go back to the tape. Um, Scotty Miller disappointing outing. He um, dropped a ball that was right in his breadbasket in the end zone, which could have totally flipped the script there. His name is Scotty Miller. It's a cool name. Yeah, still, I like I like the start, especially without Godwin. I mean, well, he, I don't like the start. If we're being honest, if we're looking at um, if we're looking at our start sits of the week, our our managerial decisions. You know, one of our the nominees for worst managerial decision of the week is Melvin Gordon. You got Melvin Gordon on your bench. Yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there. You got Melvin Gordon. Sure, got Melvin Gordon on his bench with Philip Lindsay out with a toe injury. No, not. I mean, I understand. I understand that Pittsburgh is, uh, you know, held Saquon last. I mean, I think he got the scaries given Saquon's, uh, you know, performance last week in Week One. But you know, with the Steelers defense, you probably got the scariest. But I mean, I'm not, you, just I'm not, traded, you just traded DJ Shark. You just traded a cornerstone of your franchise, DJ Shark, for this for this man, and you're just going to ride him on the bench in week two. Mm. I mean, he must have known that Sean's team was a, was a stinker. He must have known. <laughs> he know hey, he knew he knew he had a pretty sizable margin of error playing against. It's kind of like it's kind of like Bill O'Brien. What do you think about it, huh? You know, you trade your star wide receiver for for a running back, an older running back that used to be pretty good. You know, David Johnson, Melvin Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, DJ Shark. Ah. You, know, you, see the compa- you see the comparisons a little bit. Okay. You got to wonder, you got to wonder, like at least Bill O'Brien is trying to make people think that his decision was good by starting David Johnson every week. But, you know, Melvin Yeah, Shrey really doesn't care about the, Shrey doesn't care about the press. He doesn't, he doesn't mind the optics. He's just, He's here to win. He's not here to rub it in either. Because honestly, starting Melvin Gordon would have been a little rude, putting 13 more points on the board. He was saving it for next week. Got to give the guys some rest. I, mean, I respect but, that. I mean, at the same time, you know, he's still got Alvin Kamara to go. He's looking he's in, you know, he's in contention for a hockey point right here. We're looking at a hockey point contender. He's going to win. No hockey point necessary. Okay. Oh, you are, you are correct, but he can steal – he, he could have knocked. Shrek, he could have knocked, knocked homoerotic acid trip. Out. Yep. He could have knocked a hockey a loser hockey point out. Yep. And you know that's always good. That's, always that's a good great. That's a great point. It's not about winning anymore. It's really it's about, about scoring you know, as many points. It's about winning. It's still about winning. No, it's not. It's still about winning. <laughs> <laughs> it's about scoring a lot of points. That's what you want from your. Also, team. one of the worst starts of the week: Saquon Barkley, two point eight points last week. Really disappointing outing. Not sure how you go back to him this week. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think we're all wondering the same thing. I mean, foreshadowing, you get held up to what, 0. 0.4, 0. 0.3, 0. 0.2 yards per carry last week, and you're going to go back to the well on that that one? I mean, yeah. I might take I a flyer know. on uh, Jason Huntley next week. Trey, if you're looking for, for advice, I'm not sure. Streaming advice. There you go. I will say, uh, shout out to First Trey one's free. for, for uh, one of, in my, this is probably, this is my, uh, we'll get to this. We're not. Uh, we save this for the bits. Should we, should we save this for the bits. Save it for the bits. Save it for the bits. We'll save it for the bits. All right, let's move on. Also, let's we are on. literally ten minutes over per 
team we're talking about. What are we, what are we at right now, Grant? Let's do a quick, uh, <laughs> what's the state of the a little time check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure. Zoom is very limited on, well, it's 702 now. We definitely talked about each of those teams for like 15, 15 minutes. It's, it's an establishing shot. We're, we're getting everything in, in play here for our future listeners. All right, next uh, matchup is Grant versus Steve. Grant's guys and, got game versus very original name, Team McCollum. And I'm going to jump in right here for a second. Nah. And I, would, I would just like to offer my thoughts and prayers to the family of James White because, you know, what an amazing person. I, I don't know if you guys follow James White on social media, but he is an, an active member of the community. He's very important to the New England family. And, you know, to hear about his family is just, you know, absolutely heartbreaking. And, you know, and it's got to be heartbreaking for Tim McCollum as well as James White. Yeah, I mean, you know, fan, fantasy late aside, minute, late fantasy <laughs> aside, I, I that was just the worst news to receive. So sad. Had a pit in my stomach all night. Really upset. Um, hopefully, is there any news on his mom? Uh, I have not heard any news on his mom. I know that uh, they they flew home. He flew home with his teammates. Yeah. Uh, and we'll. Uh, yeah, it's also. T- I mean, he was in the the liter- literally. Family the opposite corner of the States, which is really tough parents in Miami, um, New England, obviously playing in Seattle. So very difficult to, to be that far away hearing that news also. Also should have been Super Bowl MVP. Get to talking. Just going to say it right now. Won you some money though on the, on the, the first touch, first touchdown of the game. Won you some James White. I had 10, I had $10 on James White being the first New England scorer in the, that 2016 Super Bowl. God, was that know, long ago. Netted, netted, netted me 90 bucks. Was it that <laughs> much? Good shit. 90 bucks. Just Let's like go. that. James White. Love I, pl- I, I placed the bet for you. No no Did commission you? was taken. Just want to just want to. Did you? Yeah. Did you know absolutely. Oh, love that. Goldfar's my guy. Was my guy. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, so from a back to, you know, our fancy league here, which everybody is very, you know, that's that's what we're here for. Uh, <laughs> Let's be real. Everyone's <laughs> skipping past this this segment right here because I'm the only one who's tuning in. There's no way, Steve. Love you, man. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I'm super impressed at your <laughs> your interest. <laughs> but I mean, if, let's think about it. You, you lost this game. Mm-hmm. You lost. This is this is this is Team McCollum's game because if you're looking, granted, James Crier up. I mean, he's starting to Sean Jackson. We start anybody. Literally anybody on his team would have. He needed three points. Christian, besides Chris Sheridan. He would have started Deshaun Jackson. He's a Philadelphia guy. And I'm quite quite certain that he would have started Deshaun Jackson in this scenario. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, would have been a smart start. Yeah, James, James White, late scratch, 8 o'clock game. Uh, due to the reasons we talked about earlier. And, you know, that zero points was the difference. So, uh, you know, sad day. Bad day for uh, Team McCollum and his captain. Yeah, I was My joking. Captain. I was joking with the commish earlier before this and said that if I started uh, Benny Snell, who had negative one point four points over Kirk Cousins, it would have been a better managerial decision. Kirk Cousins 
negative 1.48. I'm not sure we've seen a worse fantasy output from a quarterback. Oh, we have. And I'll tell you when. Sam Darnold, uh, last year, Monday Night Football against the Pats, had negative eight points. No. Yep. Good thing no, we're that won't be touched. That's like, that that's Cal Ripken that's, Iron Man. That's, that's, Nate, that's Nate Peterman bad. I don't even know. When, I don't think we kept track back in the day. No one would start Nate Peterman, but. I would start Nate yeah, Peterman. At this point, Kirk Cousins, I, I really, I, Naeem Himes had 0.9 fantasy points. Another immense disappointment. Still outperformed Kirk Cousins by like, you know, two points. That's, God, my first two points, my first two players netted <laughs> negative points. To be fair, they're not your first two players, though. Yeah, they're my, my 1A Josh and Allen, 1B. <laughs> if Josh Allen isn't your starting QB instead of your offensive player this year, instead of your super flex this, this next week, you're not Do you, th- do you think I roll the dice and change, change the way things are going, though? Josh Allen's just balling out, and he's, okay. he's been balling out as my OP. What if I – I mean, yeah, great it's like putting your – yeah, and yeah, you're you're two and what you think you're going to demote Kirk? You're, I mean, I think you got to I think you got to demote Kirk. I, I think I'm going for I, I legitimately might go four tight end set next week. No, and and we've seen this before. We've seen this before. A four tight end set? No, no, no. We've not seen a four tight end set, but we've seen the benching of a quarterback before this week actually, um, in favor of of wide receivers. So. We can, uh, we'll I'm not gonna. That. I'm not gonna bench Kirk. You can't bench a quarterback. You can't, I don't know. You can't bench a quarterback. Not with my depth. I have major points. depth issues, especially points. Christian McCaffrey injured. Um, yeah. I mean, he's he's the vocal part I mean, of my team. So, but really, the the strength of your team here is the tight end depth is insane. It's impeccable. You've got Mo Ali Cox coming off the bench. We've got O.J. Howard did not have a great day, but Mm-mm. he was the first round pick in the NFL. So, uh. Could be good. Noah Fant probably should have started him. If we're being yeah, honest. I think I overthought that one. <laughs> Might have overthought it. I mean, not to mention the fact that he was involved in a pretty uh, substantial trade between the two of us. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, at least at least try to win that. Time will tell. Try. Time will tell who benefited from that trade. But so far, it's looking it's looking pretty fair. Time will always tell. Time will always tell. Yep. But I mean, the real the Josh Allen. Is is the Grant's guys are two and zero because of Josh Allen and no any, doubt. anybody that anybody that doubted Josh Allen. I love still, could Josh anybody Allen. that anybody uh, that doubted Josh Allen could still doubt Josh Allen because he just beat up on the Jets and the Dolphins. So <laughs> they're, they're, we we do. Have I just love the way he. Have you, did you watch his games? He just he plays with such poise and confidence, and like it bites him a lot because he he kind of walks around like a shit don't stink. But he, like his his, like, his turnovers and his, his turnovers and fumbles are are brutal, and they look really bad. It's like you you could you could easily splice a video and make Josh Allen look like the worst quarterback in the league. But if you watch look the rest the wrist, of his snaps, oh my look gosh, at the he's, he's got disgusting he's talent. He's fire. He fires it in there, and with Stephon Diggs, my classmate Stephon Diggs. Uh, yep, me too. Know, Kenny Yearwood, right? What's up? Did you take Yearwood? Was it geo- geo- geology? One hundred and five or something no, like that. that? Was, uh, no, I. Uh, you, I don't know. He might have been. Yearwood. One hundred and five with Yearwood. Like, oh, Trish, Trish Yearwood. No, it was a I mean, man. He was a. Oh, that was uh, a country singer. A man from singer. Guyana. He was. He was oh. the OG. Total football player class. It was like you. You took that really class. Like you it? showed up once, and you got a hundred. 
So no, I'm sure they worked really hard as well. They, Sean Davis also in the class, two two NFL ooh, players. NFL player, Sean Davis, yeah. another classmate of mine, 2016. That's the difference between your 2016 guys. Um, I want to touch on Steve. So T McCall probably you know not listening to this podcast uh, <laughs> along with along uh, with many people in the world, but uh, no, he's he's one of the few. I would say there's more people in the world listening to this pod than not. This is generally speaking, I was pretty high on this team from a starters with Raheem Mostert uh, dealing with injury. You got to wonder there's the lack of depth is going to crush this guy, but um, he's got a quarterback now in Jared Goff, Mm -hmm. which is something that he didn't have all last year. And, you know, I think overall, this is still a contender and you guys are probably, this is a, a low-scoring matchup between two teams on the playoff bubble, in my opinion. Once, uh, no offense to Grant Tuanoga. He's got a head start, start on everybody. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, to, I know top to bottom, I really like Steve's team, too, and I was actually really afraid to play them. And even top, before, top I, th- I think at, at <laughs> let's say, so the, the games kick off at 1 o'clock, I was taking a nice walk because I knew I wouldn't move for the rest of the day. Um, got my, like, 100-calorie burn in, and – Raheem Mostert, before I even turned the key, I was on the phone with Shawnee, and Sean was like, oh, the Jets suck. Raheem Mostert, 80-yard touchdown run. So I was, like, punching the air, figuring I lost before, before the day even started. It was like, the worst news you, you want to hear is before you sit down on the couch, you're already down, you know, 16-0. Um, but obviously, um, I don't root for injuries like, like Jarcy Darbs, but, you know, God's plan. I mean – I will say, and back on Mostert, there. I don't know if there's a more talented running back, and besides, so good. The, besides the most talented run, this guy <laughs> pops on tape. I mean, uh, like, like you watch the Niners play, and Raheem Mostert can fucking fly. This guy is, I think, NFL Red Zone said that he was the the fastest ball carrier over the past. Oh my years. gosh, yeah, that was crazy. He ran like 24 I mean, miles an hour. Yeah flies and you know you watch this guy play and you just say all right this guy they should be giving him the ball a lot more and you know it's it's a shame that you know he got injured this week along with all the many other injuries that we've seen but uh I don't know how he's going to recover from this one with uh his lack of depth on the on the roster maybe carry on Johnson mm, uh don't I don't like know that. Sean Jackson I guess yeah. He's he's got he's got depth at the running back position, especially if James White uh, comes back. Um, but you know it's a good team. It's a good team top to bottom. We gotta see. We'll see how it turns out. Well, hopefully, hopefully the injury to Mustard's not not as as bad as the that other is, San Francisco the one. Anything else on my team? Russell Gage balled out. Should have had a, a fifty Love yard fifty yard dime to Julio Jones, who uncharacteristically true. dropped it. Yeah, true. Russell Gage should have had a touchdown pass. Yep. People, people terribly unathletic looking throw but it worked it was actually a dime like perfectly placed beautiful ball it was a beautiful ball and Julio Jones man I've been I've been pumping the Julio you Jones love the best wide Julio. I love Julio Jones I've been I think he's the most talented wide receivers I've seen play in my lifetime and probably up there with Calvin Johnson and Randy Moss and I can't think of anybody else so you know it sucks. Got Russell Gage dropping the dime in the bucket, and uh, Julio couldn't come up with it. But uh, it's all right. No, 
no skin off, no skin off Granite Sky's back. Yeah. Love, also love Tariq Cohen. Anyone interested in Tariq Cohen hit my line. (laughs) He's valued really highly right now. I'd probably take a low end first, high second for him. Hit me up. New contract extension. New contract extension. He's he's, he's locked as a bear for the next three years. Great things. He's blocking that offense yep. for the next three years. The scoring potential is unbelievable. Got what? One target? Yeah, he's he's great. Hit me up. Maybe if we uh, move into the punt return yards game <laughs> points category, he'll have limited value. <laughs> Let's jump to one of the surprises for me, really, which was the the highest, the second highest scorer of the week was Jason Dobkin. Pumping out 172 points, the I root for inju- injuries against Chub Daddy, Billy Mont, who put yeah, together a, a good showing, a good showing himself. But they both put up good showings, and I mean, yeah, the most a fun matchup, a fun this, matchup. The most thing about know about this is Jason Dobkin roots for injuries. He got him today. He got him today. <laughs> uh, 172 points with no Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas. No Gunner Olszewski. No Gunner Olszewski. It's tough to win. It's tough to win without Michael Thomas and Gunner Olszewski. Really, that's a lot of that's a lot of combined points on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean the and I've said so. God, Cam Newton. I've said this before, man. This team lives and dies by the quarterback. This team, this I root for wow, this quarterbacks. That's five rushing touchdowns from his quarterbacks today. Dak Prescott had three rushing touchdowns. Shout out Zeke Elliott, best goal on back in the league. And uh, <laughs> yeah. Cam Newton had two and oh, very very nearly three rushing touchdowns in, in I mean, this game. It's seventy five combined points for his quarterbacks. That is unheard so, of. Out, that's that, unbelievable. So, so Cam and Dak outscored Sean this week, and that's, <laughs> so that's where all your points go. And I mean, and with Michael Thomas, you know, the depth is an issue. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of potential, you know, hitters coming in, especially with Michael Thomas on the bench. Uh, Jason started Nicole Hardman this week, who is projected three points, and due to Sammy Watkins' concussion, uh, you know, he I think he put up all six of those those actual points uh, in the last like quarter when Sammy Watkins got hurt. So, I mean, I don't know two, if that's a reliable. Conversion. I don't know if that's a reliable you know source of income. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what Jason's angle is here either. I mean, starting Nicole Hardman. Obviously, you're not expecting a lot of production for him, but at the same time, he he announced, um, I guess, three four days ago before this this 172 point outing that he may be in the sweepstakes for Trevor Lawrence, which means he's he may be on the verge of tanking. I I mean, he doesn't have a lot of depth, like you said, so he needs his top guys to perform. And with Dak and Cam shouldering the load, I mean, I guess the sky's the limit, but. Cam is definitely a sell high. It's definitely a you know he's a 31 year old Russian quarterback. If he's looking for uh, Jason, take this as a official. I'm interested in Cam Newton. Uh, that's what I'm saying right now. I'm I'm interested in Cam Newton. Hit me up. <laughs> Would you trade two of your young quarterbacks for for one old quarterback? Probably. There you go, Jason. You heard it first. 
No, it's a lock. I watched Kyler Murray's entire game as a Washington football team fan. Love him. He is electric. So fun to watch. One of the best dynasty quarterbacks to own, hands down. Just like you love rooting for him, too. He's just the kind of guy, I don't know, the way he, he runs and dictates the offense, just really fun to watch. It's just so quick. Those legs move like fucking, you know, energizing. Like, they, like they, fucking, they, yeah. They, you know, yeah, they're crazy. He separates from defenders. and unreal. That second touchdown run that he had. Oh, my middle, gosh. Amazing. He, he made, that, that guy didn't stand, that safety didn't stand a chance of tackling him. Literally, it didn't stand a chance. He's also trash. Uh, Apke. Yeah. I mean, I mean, true. He's very fast, though. He's very fast. Yeah, no, no, no um, doubt. But, I mean, yeah, this, this matchup, Jason's team and Will's team, you know, look at all the rushing touchdowns from their quarterbacks, huh? Two, yeah. two, three. A lot of, a lot of points. Uh, and before we move on to Will's team, I also wanted to give a shout-out to Jason's my – favorite, my favorite free agent pickup of the season so far has been James Robinson. This undrafted free agent out of Illinois State is the real deal. I'll tell you right now. He had a – he broke broke free for a touchdown. He passes the eye test. He's explosive. He's an explosive running back. And Jason might have found much needed, much needed youth and depth at uh, for his team with you know Carson and uh, you know not and, having and you a know, contract next year. And you know how much Fabby you know? spent on him? Zero. Zero dollars. Well done, yeah. Jason. Let's go. Well done, Jason. Uh, you guys, you folks have been sleeping out there. Yeah. Folks are sleeping. Uh, but, two, uh, no, two notable Colts guys really um, did perform super well for Will's team also. Jonathan wow. Taylor was in the game just the entire – as a Naeem Himes owner and a believer that any of the reports that he would play more downs were true, started him this week. Extremely frustrated to see Jonathan Taylor on the field. Must have been 95% of snaps. Just absolutely – had had how many carries? Twenty six carries, two receptions, twenty eight touches for a rookie. I mean, you gotta love that pick, Will. Especially after maybe a little bit of criticism that you didn't go Edwards Hilaire. Um, seems to be paying off at least in the interim. Yeah, and then Rod, mean, Rodrigo Blankenship also just the Colt the, the amount of Colts drives that stalled and that he just put away as like a you know fifteen thirty yarder. Um, unbelievable. Rodrigo, well done. Hot rod, yeah, hot rod. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I don't know what to think about Will's team this year, but this is this team is built for the future. I'll yeah. tell you that. It's, it's a good team. You got you got Kyler, Chubb, and Taylor, and DJ Moore, DJ Sharp. There, I mean, I'm a real believer in Tua, Christian Kirk too. I mean. Said. He's, Christian Kirk had a couple rough weeks, though. I know he's fighting. He's fighting against Larry Fitz and DeAndre Hopkins, trying to carve out his role. But I, he's, I mean, his talent's undeniable. I think he's really good. He's also got a Uke and, and Rager, two NFL first round draft picks. In the balance, and Cephas has been a huge rookie surprise. Played the most snaps for any rookie receiver week one. I don't know week what? three only only had three targets this week. Ten targets last week, but made the most of his targets this week, three for 54. So maybe a potential flex play later. Well, I guess definitely a team built for the future, but you know, if, if he wants to compete now, he's got to get David Joku back off the IR because 
you know, he's been getting he's been getting no fantasy production out of his tight end position with Joku out. Will I have oh, all of the tight ends, all of the the borderline uh, waiver wire tight ends I have on my roster? So hit me up if you wanna. Will Will is starting the uh, utility, Mr. Utility himself. The what are they, the BYU. I like the play. Yeah, the thirty-year-old we found out this I week mean, must have done like four years of mission trips. He already made the managerial decision of the week. Ian Thomas, his normal tight end, is got zero zero points this week. That so, yeah. Great call. Yeah, well, good call. And, you know, it's too bad it's in vain. He might get out. He's, uh, he looks like he'll be in a uh, good, good spot for a hockey point. We'll be leaving yeah, the, uh, leaving yeah. the week with a It'd be hard to imagine him not, him not getting a hockey point here. Uh, he's yeah. sitting at 147, projected 152 with Taysom Hill. Exactly. But, um, I, mean, John, I mean, the real key here is Jonathan Taylor being thrust into the starting role. Yeah. This team went from being a potential – Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes guy to a legit a legit playoff contender. So uh, keep an eye. I'll keep an eye on that. Out on that. What we got next? What team are we? I think uh, I think I'm up. Oh, you're up. Uh, Jakey's matchup, commissioner. So I uh, had the pleasure and the uh, the honor <laughs> of playing against Reverend Walton this weekend, and you know, it's always it's always fun. It's always fun when you play Reverend Walton this year because this guy does not want to win. He doesn't want to win. He's uh, in full Trevor Lawrence mode. And it was evident with his, you know, benching of Justin Herbert for James Washington. What a ridiculous decision. I mean, James Washington played in the one o'clock game. Justin Herbert played in the four o'clock game. Got the call last minute, probably 425, got the news he was going to start. And, you know, that's, that's points left on the board right there. You had to know that that was coming. You had to know Tyrod was experiencing chest pains. Come on. Come on, Robbie. You had to know. That's, he's clearly tanking, and, you know, it's his it's own prerogative. So, you know. Well, he did. I mean, yeah. If his goal was to lose this week, then lose he did. But, I mean, Daniel yeah, – the other thing is you can't be encouraged by the Daniel Jones. I know we touched, touched on it in – when we were talking about Kinter's team, 7.7 points out of Daniel Jones. We just mm. traded Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones just scored 44 points or something like that. And Daniel Jones got seven. Like, Adam and Daniel, I like Daniel Jones, but. I haven't watched was, a lot of Daniel Jones. I don't, I, I'm not convinced that he has the juice. He turns the ball over a lot. He turns the ball over, like, as much as Josh Allen, but a lot less electric and game-changing than Josh Allen. Um, I mean, hit between the, the – quarterback matchup will always be the quarterback comp will always be Dwayne Haskins versus Daniel Jones. Neither are performing at all right now. They're not. And I mean, tough. And I don't know. I mean, Robbie's in, Robbie's in full cell mode. Also, he's been trying to push his wide receivers, particularly on others. Uh, Good showing so far this year for him between Stefan Diggs, Robbie Anderson, Kenny Galladay, obviously injured Darius Slayton. I think he's holding on to him as his young prized giant receiver. Yeah, uh, but Stefan, Stefan Diggs was outstanding Stephon Diggs is, yesterday. If, if you're wide receiver needy, that's somebody that you can go out and get. And, you know, maybe that's a grant thing. Maybe that's a grant thing. Hey, we've, Look we've been, we've, we've been chatting. Look for eight, that eight receptions, 153 yards, 13 targets and a score. 
yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. It's a great two more two more outing. thoughts on Robbie. Two more thoughts on Robbie J's game. Uh, shout out Greg Zerline for the onside kick. Mm. Too, it's it's really a shame that you don't get extra points for you really should. onside kick. Can you make that happen? If so, I'm. I've got Young Hoku. Dude's like got four uh, four in the last like couple weeks in regular <laughs> season. So I, yeah, I mean, I would love that. I don't know. We probably have to put it to a vote. Um, I don't know, but uh. Another thing is, yeah, maybe a little criticism on the Aaron Jones trade. I don't know if, you know, you know, he gave up Jerry Judy, too, who is, you know, looking fantastic. We'll um, see tonight with Ruggs how he's doing. We'll see tonight with Ruggs. But while that might – we well, there's still – the jury's still out on that trade. I think Robbie had one of the most uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know? <laughs> Not even a little bit. One of the most positively positive trade Surprising, outcomes. Yeah. No trade outcome ah. of the year or of of the history of the league with uh, the Robbie Anderson trade. I don't think anybody Rob, Robbie J straight up dominated that that trade Fleeced. between Robbie Dre between between him and Jason Dobkin with uh, Robbie Anderson and a second and a first round pick received for. Uh, Tyrell Williams and a second round pick. So that was yeah. Robbie. That was Robbie Anderson and Jerry Judy. I think it was Robbie Anderson and Jerry Judy for Denzel Mims and Tyrell Williams. And you can't be happy about that if you're Jason. No, and Jason, one of the most calculated, rational people I've ever met, really wishes he had that one back. He'll defend it probably to the end of the world and maybe with with good uh, reasoning, but. Tyrell Williams really just sucks. He's <laughs> not a good football player and now injured. Um, yeah, probably the end of the Tyrell Williams era, especially with all the talent that uh, Vegas drafted this year. We can look at your team, the Yard Goats, who performed very average until DK's outburst. And Gardner played pretty well. Oh, Tyreek's touchdown was the one that sealed it for you. Yeah. Tyreek Ty yeah, was, so. was uh, keeping me on, on pins and needles for about four quarters of that game. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about James Conner. You were adamant that you weren't starting James Conner because he just gets injured in the first quarter almost every game, it seems. How, are, are you encouraged? Are you frustrated that he played so I'm well encouraged. and just tricked you? So, I mean, I've been a Ronald Jones believer for, for a while now. And the recent Leonard Fournette outburst definitely has me feeling pretty thankful that James Conner came away with a hundred yards in this game because yeah. I do not know what's going to happen with my uh, RB2 position, but uh, another tough, I had Godwin out this week with a concussion. I can't wait to have him back, but uh, trading, we're, we're doing a little IR swap teams for Corlin Sutton, who's going to be out for the year. So yeah, it's tough. Uh, blow. Really tough. Blow. It's definitely going to be uh but if there's one team that could could withstand the the depth issues, it's it's your team. Or the team injury issues. We just need a quarter. Carson Wentz is duty, huh? Can we talk? I know Shrey mentioned this in the chat, and Carson Wentz looks like a really bad quarterback, huh? Yeah, he's really bad. The Washington football team ate him alive, second half especially. Thirteen fantasy points, twelve and a half fantasy points. I mean, still putting up double digit fantasy points. Obviously, not ideal, not where you want to be, but. 
I guess my bar is Kirk Cousins. So if he's if he's out of the if he's out of the negative, he's a must start. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah. So a little a little birdie, aka you, before this pod told me next week some some changes coming to your quarterback position. Well, we've got a. I don't know if you've seen the Thursday night matchup on previewed on Red Zone, but it's uh, Duval. It's the Jags against the Dolphins. A Fins up, baby. Classic. A little, a little Florida classic. You got Gardner Minshew and Ryan Fitzpatrick, and man, there's not a lot of defense being played on either of those teams. So that's true. That's yeah, true. No, it's I, a good, yeah. Fitzpatrick had a tw- put up twenty four. He put up twenty four. Yeah, Fitzpatrick was a starting quarterback for me in the playoffs last year. And dude was my high scoring player. So forty seven pass back, attempts though. Back you back gotta back. you gotta hope he replicates something something near that volume. 66 percent completion percentage 328 two touchdowns yeah not a bad but outing uh, but i get to but i get to watch him i get to watch fitzpatrick and, oh no doubt an absolute shootout i was looking at my i was looking at the the future thursday night matchups and also monday night matchups and grant's good guys are nowhere on the roster it's no unbelievable game. it's almost you like gotta, they scheduled the teams based on my fantasy team and said no grant. you've got You've got the your quarterbacks are a Viking and a Bills. Bills, not, Bills are fun to watch. Bills are fun, not historically though. You gotta project are, better. <laughs> gotta know, gotta know Josh Allen's potential. I got Josh I Jacobs, got, unreal. Last yeah, week got, playing got, against got, him, I there were many times where I thought the game was over. I had a comeback victory. Dab dab dab. Sorry, Gaines, but right. Josh Jacobs was the the source of my consternation. 33 fantasy points tonight. You got You got to love watching them tonight. I can't wait to watch him. And then Darren Waller, um, you know, I'm really, I really need them to, I need Josh Jacobs to produce like a number one running back. If with my running back to carousel, not uh, being very predictable. Yeah. We'll, we'll learn more about the guy tonight, especially after and New Orleans had really good rush defense last game, right? They did. They did. Mm. So we'll see. Um, I think we move on to our last matchup. It's only been about an hour, right? Yeah, we have. We're saving the last hour for our bits, so hour one of two, <laughs> and then we have like an hour of uh, commercials that we've pushed. And off power today. rankings and power <laughs> rankings. We got yeah, today, super right? important. Um, uh, maybe we'll save that to our Thursday night uh, or our Thursday morning. Uh, oh, the last matchup is a doozy. Was this, this intentional is, this that we saved this one? I that was brilliant. If so, matter of fact, I saved this one for last because this is. This is coming into the week. This is our matchup of the week. This is our, this is our uh, truly black cherry magic of the week. Matchup of the week. Uh, <laughs> and it has and, lived up to it, man. This is a great and, matchup. You know, there, and I don't know what happened because the Ravens didn't put out what – this, this is the sad part, right? So spec, first of all – all right, sorry, background. Matchup of the week, we got Spec versus Chris Johns. We've got the Kansas City Chiefs versus Team Spec, the ever original Team Spec. Um, you know, I expect you know I expect that from McCollum, but would have thought you know better should be the the Baltimore Spec. Falcons should be the team. The name. Baltimore Falcons <laughs> that would be a very good team name. Wow, you should sell that then. The right. Um, yeah, just trademarked it. <laughs> lot lot to like about this. So Johns is currently sitting at one twenty four point five eight. And he's, there's about 12, 12 points. He needs 12 points out of Emmanuel Sanders tonight. 
who was projected 10.6 in the absence of Michael Thomas. Yeah. So it's very doable. This could be uh, – these are both one and no teams battling for – and these are two pretty high scoring teams. They might be battling I mean, for extremely important overall. to note. Most, most importantly to note, Chris Johns is sitting with just about as bad as luck from a one-two punch as Kirk Cousins and Nyan Himes looking at Will Fuller putting up a zero spot with the tight hammy and Drew Locke, who was injured after a turnover with negative 1.2. So two starters, one from a quarterback position, negative 1.2. I mean, it's amazing that he's in a game, especially against such a tough competitor or tough team as Feck. Not to mention that Zeke got his touchdowns vultured. He got three touchdowns vultured from him on the goal line. Still put up 19.2, though. Hard hard to feel terrible. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Johnny Smith, you know, I bet Will wishes he picked up Johnny Smith instead of Ian Thomas. Johnny Smith, 22.4. Unbelievable. Tyler Lockett also also sent in that trade, so at least some good coming out uh, of that yeah. for Johns. Uh, yeah, I mean, Will Antonio Fuller Gibson. Will Fuller, Will Fuller doing Will Fuller things, man. Like, yeah, what? pretty. The, one of the most predictable things. It's sad. It is, because you, you can see the talent in the man. But... I mean, I don't know. To be to be honest, I don't know if he was playing or not, but um, or if it was just like an injury issue. I, like, I don't know if he was blanked out because of an actual injury the rest of the game, or if he was just, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I was. I also bad, wasn't, so. wasn't watching the game. <laughs> Gibson Antonio Gibson has to inspire a little bit of confidence, though, being a bigger part of Washington's offense, especially after the concerns last game, I think he ran one snap, maybe if that in the second half against the Eagles. And I mean, I was watching the entire game and Gibson was him and JD McKissick were a, a one, two punch. I mean, Peyton Barber, a non, non issue. Like, yeah. I mean, he had what one carry for one yard, I think. Good. I mean, dude, dude, Peyton Barber needs to go away. He needs to yeah. get off. Had a good week awesome. one, but I, I like the development of Antonio Gibson a lot. You have to be, pretty happy if you're Johns, especially in need of a, of a flex yeah. spot after, uh, and, after Fuller's injury. Yeah. And moving, moving, moving forward from this week, we'll see how, we'll see if John's able to pull out the win and go to two and zero. but this is, look, this is a content when you got Patrick Mahomes, sorry, we buried the lead here. He owns Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, this is a contending team for sure. He, we need to get our, we need to get our leads, have, right. We're burying the, burying the lead is like all leads. It's becoming a catchphrase of ours. We yeah, buried the lead. We fucking dug Unimp- it up. And unimportant information it. first. Uh, unimportant information first. Sammy Watkins got concussed. <laughs> that's important, man. That's, the, that's one of the letdowns of the week. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, with, no Drew, with Drew Locke going to be out, he's, he's got no quarterbacks to play in the Superflex. So, potential and, buyer yeah. here. Potential buyer here. Uh, I'm sure – I'm sure Johns has been hit up by uh, our by Nick Trappenberger. Our, our quarterback think, heavy folk. Heard through the grape, heard through the grapevine. Yeah, don't tell me any secrets. I'll spill anything. Um, pivoting uh, to Specs' dynamic yeah. roster of super unconventional team structure, but the Baltimore Ravens or the Baltimore Falcons, as I just named them, is exactly that. Top to bottom, Lamar Jackson, Raven, Kareem Hunt, abuser, David Johnson, Houston. All right, this isn't looking as good as I thought. Julio Jones, Falcon. Yeah. We got Mark Andrews, Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown, Matt Ryan, Justin Tucker. 
and I intentionally skipped Jarvis Landry. But I ran this. I ran these numbers already to prep for this. So these were these numbers were in the power rankings last week or two weeks ago. Uh, But Spec has fifty percent of his roster. Fifty percent. So we have a twenty-four man roster. Three of those are taxi squads. This is inclusive of them. Fifty percent of those are Ravens or Falcons. So. But I would love to also see the percentage of point. I would love to see the percentage of points contributed by Ravens or Falcons because it's it's definitely higher than fifty percent. Well, yeah, because his starters. I mean, he does have he is a heavy owner in the Browns as well. He is a minority shareholder of the of the Cleveland Browns with Kareem Hunt and uh, Jarvis Landry. So yeah, so three teams. And honestly, respect and to, respect to Spec. That could be a good team name too. Respects, respects, respect, 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 respect teams, fact, Baltimore Falcons. Good team name. Love it. We've got a lot. We've got a lot of team. TM. Mark Ingram to benchmark Ingram takes, I knew that took a lot out of spec. He probably slept on it a lot was thinking, but he's a Raven. Nope. Started Kareem hunt instead (laughs) paid off 23 points. And I mean, I know, I know in the state, you got to, continue the sentence you're right should have should have started him over david johnson but david johnson strong week one strong projections hard to do that um and i've said this is a deep team so also i love this is deep as a russell gage owner i love calvin ridley oh my gosh he is unreal to watch every time the ball went up i was like russell gage russell gage nope it was calvin ridley calvin ridley was everywhere he is is targeted a ton. He catches almost everything that is sent his way. He's just a stud. Have you seen him run routes on Instagram? Have <sighs> you seen those? Have you seen those? Yeah, I have to. I have him to running... bl- block those accounts because I get so sexual afterward. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Quite something. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ryan is looking like an MVP candidate mm-hmm. right now. If the Falcons were in zero and two. <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan is the MVP, amazing. Though. I mean. So Which is really what it all is, it's all about. Well, team spec is full of depth, and and we'll in our power ranking show we'll go over this. <laughs> but uh, you like Matt Ryan, the Falcons' offense and the Ravens' offense are just so potent that they're going to score points every week. And spec is going to win football games because his team's going off, and he just got stacked for days. Yep. But Even Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst is a playable play. He could get away with an entirely. Let's let's do the math actually. Could he get away with an entirely Baltimore uh, Atlanta team? No. no. He, only does, he doesn't have a Atlanta running back. Well, he could do Mark Ingram no, he, and He could and stack Dobbins. Dobbins, yeah. He could do, yeah, he could do. He could. Wide, he could wide receiver, have you could quickly, replace it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it wouldn't be – and no one would bat an eye. It would, it would still be a good roster because Hayden Hurst sitting on his bench, 16 fantasy points, and ran, runs so many routes. Touchdowns last week. Yeah. yeah. Ingram, yeah. 100%. You know, I think he might have to do it just – Probably Spec, not if you're eight. listening, do it. Probably not week eight because the Ravens and the Falcons have a bye week eight. So that's going to be a – whoever drew that matchup is a, a lucky duck. Yeah, can we talk see. about how I drew playing Spec twice and also playing – who else is – Did I? am I playing you twice? I play Jake. you twice. No, no, no. <sighs> I play Spec. I play Spec twice and I play Adopty twice. Okay. I but play every too. every Tough. every week thirteen, man. It's always the last week of the year, and I'm fighting for a playoff spot, and I have to go against this fucking Lamar Jackson, Matt Ryan juggernaut, and it's really 
grind my You're going to have to, week 12, you're going to have to change your name to I Root for Injuries also. <laughs> Two. Two. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, but once again, if Lamar Jackson or Matt Ryan gets hurt, this team is sunk. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Probably not, but yeah, or if probably. the or if the Ravens uh, all have COVID, yeah, 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 because there could be an outbreak. Contagious. Lamar, Contagious. Lamar, and and Ingram kissing and then like holding hands with Mark Eight Andrews. Yeah, I could totally see an outbreak happening in Baltimore. I could as well. So we'll pray for that. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> no well, we, I, I think we overshot uh, the matchups. By yep. about 45 minutes, which gives us negative 30 minutes to talk about. Well, we, we had some, we have some bits, and then we also Did had we? power rankings. But we're a bit. Do we have bits? Free agent pickup of the week. At least give a nod to Shrey because I know that you intentionally passed over that earlier. Yeah, I'll thought we get to it. Darnell Mooney was, I believe. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Sean's team who just bought Anthony Miller, uh, who got out-snapped by this undrafted rookie free agent out of Tulane. So, uh, Darnell Mooney looking good. Sean's been ruined. Sean's been ruined on this pod. Sean, if you're still listening, man, just do better. Sign off. (laughs) (laughs) If you're still listening, tell your friends, because we're looking for views. Sean Sean and to defend Sean, because I know he's stewing right now if he is listening and he's telling Samantha – I, but I made it to the finals the last four years. You're, Sean, you are – somehow you come in in the clutch. Your team's never good, but you, you perform. So all it is – sports, sports and fantasy in particular, it's about execution. Sean is really good at executing. So, like, push comes to shove down the wire. He'll get, at, he'll get his 67-point games out of the way now. But in the postseason, I'm still worried about Sean. It's Devontae Adams, dude. That guy just has a tendency to go off for, like, 40 points in a week. Yeah, God disgusting yeah Um, i think my free agent pickup of the week is a nod to myself uh shout out shout out grant mo alley cox motion baby i had two i had two guys adam humphreys who i spent four dollars on no one else bid a single penny so that was that that mismanaged the piggy bank mismanaged the piggy bank mismanaged the fab also didn't play him also aj brown's coming back next week so we're gonna pass on that but he did score a touchdown and was targeted more heavily as i expected Mo Ali Cox put a dollar on him, balled out, absolutely balled out. Was a VCU basketball player for four years under unconfirmed Shaka Smart. We're <laughs> assuming it was under Shaka Smart, uh, pre-Texas era, and really good athlete. And just as anyone knows that you have to shout out Antonio Gates playing basketball, was it Jimmy Graham also, Julius Thomas? Um, a lot of basketball players played Basketball tight players, converted tight ends successful track track record so once oh, again this is a team this is a team that has a lot of tight ends so we'll it really were yeah i honestly I, as a jack doyle <laughs> owner i want him not to come back this week so i can stack the tight end again maybe i'll play two two indie tight ends that'd be risque that would not be the bright smart <laughs> it would not be marcus smart no i'd take charges though for sure all right uh you can go first Great. Um, all right. I, I don't have it up yet, but you can guess. Um, I'm going to guess that <laughs> the worst team in the league <laughs> sitting at number 12 right now, and actually much to his happiness is RJ Walton, owner of the RJ Waltons. I'm blanking on his team name. The Reverend Walton. The Reverend 
Sir, Rev, Sir Reverend Walton. Despite putting up 121 points last week, there is undoubtedly no question he is the worst team in the league. He owns one quarterback who is startable. Whoa, Maybe Justin, Justin Herbert, Herbert on the horizon. This, that's a good shout. Could, that could change. That's, that's something they to consider. Yes. Justin Herbert All right. something to consider. Hold, but on, he is one, on, the hold on one second. Ball. Hold on one second. Let me – okay, just considered it. RJ still a firm 12th place. Worst team in the league. Almost a shoe-in, I would say, to win Trevor Lawrence if he goes that route. Could also take a sneaky approach and say that he's all in for Justin or uh, Tyler Trevor Lawrence. Tyler Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence boosting his value and then trading him. I see what you're doing there, Robbie J. Love it. Um, still, his team has some potential. I like I like Henry Ruggs. I really do. Um, running back could use some work. Devin Singletary not necessarily a shoe-in for. Um, to, like to be the the leader of the the Bills backfield, especially with your boys uh, Zach Moss creeping in, although underperformed again this week. Uh, right. Trading. What did he get out of the Aaron Jones? He got Daniel Jones and a. Did he get a twenty twenty one first? No, no. It was Aaron Jones for Daniel Jones and Ruggs and Duty swap. But for Goff, he has a twenty twenty one first. No, for Goff, he got Aaron Jones. He got Aaron Jones. Okay. It was basically right. a golf for Jones. For Daniel Jones. And and love. Swap. He, he gave up love. Or he got Jordan Love as well in that trade. Oh, uh, right. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say something's, something's off here. Um, regardless, in a few years, maybe three, four, five, we may be talking about RJ in the 11-10 spot. But for now, he's a shoe-in at 12. That's harsh. Yeah, I mean, RJ's got – He's, he's firmly in the cellar, and you should probably get some tips from Kinter because uh, we're shadowing Kinter to got himself out of the cellar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we can move on to number uh, 11 in their power rankings. And, I mean, I want to preface this by saying that this is a super competitive league. Yeah. Besides, besides Mr. Walton, Right now, I don't think there's any – I think every single team has a chance to make the playoffs, um, either due to the fact that they were started one and one or they're looking good or they have a future. But number 11 is Sean Bassett. And this is our former champion, but this is also a team that just looks old. They look slow. They look slow on, on, on tape. Like, you just look – Todd Gurley. Roster and they them, look yeah. slow. Todd Gurley looks slow. A.J. Green looks slow. T.Y. Hilton looks slow. I don't, I don't know. I'm wow, you're right. Sean's, Sean's team is 11th in the power rankings, but also not much, not many prospects. Josh no Kelly. prospects. This is, this, he's got LaVisca Chenault. Looks really, it's been LaVisca really Chenault's good. really nice. Um, but it's, this is, you got to wonder, I mean, my power rankings are not, I'm not God. I don't know our God is my God. Happy but New Year, Gaines. Happy New Year. Um, but what do you do here if you're 11 in my power rankings right now like are you trying to win this year you've got old players are you yeah i mean the th players the contenders? who's what just is the to market harp, there like, just to harp on a point you just made though 11th in your power rankings means that you're super close still in reach for the playoffs so i mean sean, yeah, sean can turn this thing he's around one and one. Sure. he's gonna be one and one he's very much in the oh, race oh he's but. one and one yeah sean's not in worry mode i wouldn't say yet um, who is in worry mode is actually 
placed one above him in the power rankings, Nick Straffenberg. Yep. Um, sitting at 0-2, of course, may get the hockey point. We'll have to see. Is that is he still in the running for the hockey point games? He's still in the running for the hockey point. Yep. But hanging on, yeah. hanging on very tightly, and it's not looking great. Um, no, he's got a chance. He's got a good chance. Oh, he's, he's got, got Will Lutz, right? No, he's got no one. Oh, that's Shawnee. He's got he, no he's one. Fighting no off, one. He's fighting off people with a chair. Okay. Um, okay. Regardless, uh, Schraff is sitting at number 10 in the power rankings. And a lot of this is to no fault of his own. He traded last year uh, for uh, Leonard Fournette. And actually, the, the return for the trade I mean, was Marlon Mack. So I guess that's it's kind of a – Kenny Galladay. You got to cancel those out, right? So. Yeah. Kenny Galladay, who's hurt now, but is still a, do, a and, dominant receiver. And, the justification here for why Schraff is ahead of Sean is the quarterback play. He's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got Drew Brees. He's got Deshaun Watson. And those guys can win games. So between that, he's got big Derrick Henry. Boy, do I love big Derrick Henry. He's, he is, he Keeps you up at night, man. If he, gets, if he gets rolling. So, like, this team, like I said, you know, he's also in Sean's boat where they don't have a lot on the bench. But I think if you're giving – especially with Kittle out for Sean, I think that's kind of where, you know, not, I'll give, give the edge to Schraff moving forward. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Will is, is number nine. Moving on to Will. Wrap out the bottom, uh, the bottom third of the rankings. And like I said, and I kind of touched on it. There's really no need to, there's really no need to uh, get into it too much detail. Jonathan Taylor getting, being becoming a full-time starter is massive for this team this is this completely changes this team and they are now definitely in contention for a playoff spot mm-hmm. and they could go far in the playoffs the depth and they look fantastic well he'll he'll team. also be sitting at a at a cool zero and two though correct he will be sitting at a cool 0-2, which, which is tough to, i don't have i don't have the data but it's it is tough to overcome 12 percent a sluggish 12 percent 12% of 0-2 teams make the playoffs. Oh, there's the a chance for sure So in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> there is a chance. There is a chance. Uh, but this team is set for the future. It's set for the future. It, it, it looks very good in the future, especially if you give him a, a good draft pick. Uh, it's just quarterback. If Jimmy Garoppolo is hurt, he doesn't really have anywhere to turn. He was waiting yeah. in the wings. But just eva- evaluating that, that trade with John's already paying off for Will, given the injuries with to the injuries, Drew, Drew Locke, Will Fuller. Was, but I Will was, Fuller, he, well, he also sold, sold him with the asterisk next to his name with the injury. John was fully aware. He could not yes. plead, plead ignorance on, on Will Fuller's injury history. So. Not, not that Tua has a clean slate of injury of, of good health to his own yeah. credit, but uh, remains to be seen, obviously. And also with Fitzpatrick playing so well, his debut could be pushed. Yeah, never pushed back a little bit. Redshirt him. Red by, by playing so well, I mean Fitzpatrick's first game was a total nightmare. Last game played much better. Uh, moving on to what is this? Number eight. Number eight. I'm not good at math or counting. Uh, Jason Dobkin comes in at eight, defeating number nine Will Mont, staving him off with 172 points. Um, Cam Newton, we talked about this earlier, quarterback play crucial for I root for injuries behind Cam Newton and, um, Dak Prescott's legs, really not even their arms, just absolutely balling out right now. Also a lot of receptions for Chris Carson could completely 
change his um, his outlook too. Not change his outlook. He's always been good. But um, between the backfield of Chris Carson and Austin Eckler, that's a really good one-two punch with receiving backs. Plus, like I said, James Robinson is also providing some depth there, who I love. So great point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there and it's it really depends on when Michael Thomas comes back. I mean, if you add Michael Thomas into that lineup with Evan Ingram, that's a solid team. That's not a team that you want to play, mostly because of the quarterback. Yeah. God, <laughs> God bless you. God bless me. Love that. Uh, shall we move to what is it? Number seven. Number seven. Who we got? Do the honors, big guy. Oh, is that me? Uh, number seven coming in at number seven is Team McCollum. Uh, shout out to Team McCollum for being good in my eyes uh, enough to win a playoff game here or there. Um, like I said earlier, M- Mostert going down is tough because there's not a lot of uh, Chris Conley, Deshaun Jackson, couple couple players that could could uh, jump into that into that flex spot for you. Um, so, but the but in general, you know, the starting lineup: Dalvin Cook, Kenyon Drake. You know, they can they can put up some points. Zach Ertz, the tight end. So, you know, they're a decent team. They're a decent yeah, I mean, I, I, I said it before. I don't like I I didn't like facing McCollum. I was worried the entire game. I love Amari Cooper. I think he's super talented. Um, just have you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, Dalvin Cook gets so many touches because Minnesota just doesn't trust. Uh, Kirk Cousins at all I mean they were down by what 20 in the fourth quarter and they were just pounding the ball I guess they they figured the game was over at that point but Mike Zimmer best coach in the league huh I mean he's he's a first you're almost guaranteed first two plays of of any possession of any down will be a rush first and second down they're running it to Davin Cook so as long as he's healthy Steve is in a great spot with a, a high end RB1 uh, oh, you got to do yourself. Oh, I have the pleasure of saying that I am number six, which I'm okay with because that is a playoff spot, as far as I'm concerned. The only reason I am two, uh, I am number six here and not much lower, is because I'm two and zero, oh, so I'm sitting sitting pretty. Um, again, this is a fair. I think this is a fair assessment. I mean, Christian McCaffrey injury is. Gonna well, I have, I have. I mean, I don't have any running backs at all. Christian McCaffrey's out. I luckily handcuffed him with Mike Davis, yeah, who had a good had a good garbage time fourth quarter. Yeah, fat. He's fat though. <laughs> He's very Mike. fat. He's like Kyle Lowry, but f- much fatter. <laughs> um, also, Le'Veon Bell injured a little bit of a relief there because I felt kind of forced to play him and root for him, and he sucks. Uh, also, on the trading block if anyone's interested i'm selling i'm hyping him up a lot i know uh yeah not too high on my team especially given the depth issues but i think my depth has actually surprised me this year i have more options than i thought so yeah. also wow. paris yeah. campbell paris campbell's out for the year potentially so michael Pittman might get some run yes uh, a wide yeah. receiver. apparently really good blocking wide receiver too so he played by yeah. virtue I mean, of that have, like 90 plus percent of snaps yeah. we have the same sources yeah <laughs> I know a guy. Um, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. Number six, cool. Grant's guys, uh, clocking in at number five, and you know, four and five. These are these two guys at four and five. These two teams 
these two organizations. I have the biggest problem ranking these two organizations next to each other every single week because I literally honestly like I, the I'd same, flip them. I'll go. I'll go on the record. This is the commissioner's rankings. I would flip four and five. And and that's fine. And I'm gonna defend why I, I'm gonna defend four and five the other way around. Uh, um, so number five is Chris Johns, the Kansas City Chiefs, and. We'll talk about it when you know when we're debating the the number four versus Chris Johns. Uh, I mean, he's got Pat Mahomes, he's got Zeke, he's got the star power. The question is one. The the question is the quarterback situation. The question is the quarterback situation. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's true. You got Drew Locke might be out for a couple weeks, and he doesn't. Johns doesn't have players besides Antonio Gibson if he plays Antonio Gibson like what's Will Fuller's deal there's not a lot of bodies on that bench to, to well you know what he's got he's got a hundred free agent bucks going right toward Driscoll he's got a hundred free agent bucks going right towards Jeff Driscoll and right you know Driscoll. He, he's he is worth every one of those hundred dollars if he doesn't pay a hundred he's not getting them if he doesn't pay a hundred dollars I mean, there's a reason that you save all of your money to have $100. It's so that you trump everybody. No, it's so you spend $4 on Adam Humphreys. True, true, true. Yeah, spend $4 <laughs> on Adam Humphreys. Or it's a little investment. A quarterback. Jeff Driscoll is a uh, – for those of you who don't know, he ran a 4 5 six, 40. Uh, That's off the top of my head, folks. I didn't even look that up. Uh, <laughs> so he's, a, he's an athlete. He's an athlete. And – he didn't look, and he really he put up eighteen fantasy points. So, if Johns wants to climb up in these rankings, he'll. To be honest, all he has to do is pick up Dres, Jeff Driscoll, and I think I'd be a little bit more comfortable. But or uh, watch, or watch bit, Drew Brees get hurt tonight, and I'm a little see Jameis yeah, elevated. Or if Jameis, or if Jameis gets all, because that's the problem right now is the quarterbacks. We you saw it with Jason's team going scoring 174 points this week quarterbacks are pretty fucking important so yeah like having one of them is not a recipe one of them granted it's patrick mahomes but like you know gotta add some depth uh would you rather have any would you rather have would you rather have one quarterback or would you rather have two quarterbacks but one of them is kirk cousins Mm -hmm. depends on the week depends on the week depends on the week depends on the week but yeah so you want to take away number four Number four, we have Shrey Mittal, who has a great team. But the reason that I am not as high on him is because of the injury concern. He has Deion Lewis, which is great, but I could easily see a veteran coming in or Wayne Gallman chewing up a lot of those yards, um, getting more touches. I also need to go to Shrey's team because I'm forgetting entirely who he has. He drafted very star power, top-heavy. Deontay Johnson has been a great, not surprise. People are expecting him to, to have a coming out party this year and he's delivering so far. Um, I mean, Tannehill so, sitting on his bench. Yeah. Yeah. This, that's, that's the reason. That's the reason why I favored Trey's team over Chris Johnson's team is because of the QB depth, the, the, the quarterback depth. He's able to, he'll, he will be able to withstand a quarterback injury if one were to happen. Uh, Melvin Gordon will be replacing Saints. He, he, he can field a solid roster. That's true. What, he'll have the Matt Stafford and Marvin Jones stack. People forget that he has Travis Kelsey is a, basically a wide receiver. So Travis like, Kelsey sucks. He's a, a non-factor. 
Deontay jo- he's got a Deontay Johnson stack with Ben Roethlisberger. He's got a Marvin Jones Jr. stack with Matthew Stafford. This is not a team that I want to play, even without Saquon Barkley. This is. I want to play him. There's, Shrey, if you're listening to this, plus, bring it, baby. Plus Devontae Parker on the bench. Gio uh, Bernard, who is just the. Yeah, so he's got he's got John's arch nemesis of John's. Yeah, <laughs> I also really uh, like yeah. uh, MVS. I think he's super talented, and he's Aaron Rodgers. He drops a lot of balls sometimes. Oh, yeah. Eats a lot of popcorn. That's why. If he just oh, changed his diet a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Dave Barber rough, though. Justin Jackson was also a, a pretty tough – I mean, what did he get yeah, him in the, the late third round, but still. The worst part about it is that he took Justin Jackson over Josh Kelly. Yeah. You hate to see it. That's bad. That's a bad, just a bad play overall. All right. Also took uh, Ryquell Armstead over James Robinson. True. Very true. Yeah. But I, I mean, we all we all missed out but on this is this is definitely uh, coming in at one and one after today. Uh, you know, definitely playoff contention. I think they're yeah. even with Saquon out. I still think that this team will be a playoff contender. Yeah, um, I think I think there is a it's a, an important distinction though between the next three teams. The next three teams are in a tier of their own. Um, total like four and five close. I would say McCollum and I are, are pretty neck and neck, but the top I think, three I teams. I think McCollum, you, Will, Traff, and Bassett are all kind of together. <laughs> Jason also, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, yours truly, the commish, the yard goats coming in number three. And, you know, we're one and one. To be fair, Grant's guys just beat me. So it was hard to justify putting myself above Grant, but uh, – it really wasn't when I looked at the rosters. No, but I mean, look at week, week, week one's power rankings. I was ahead of you. And then this week happened and my team collapsed. Yeah. And yeah, I just didn't, I don't deserve to be higher than you for sure. Yeah. I mean, my, uh, I think the yard goats have depth and that's really the key, the key factor here with all these injuries. Corlin Sutton just went out with, uh, for the season, which is a tough blow, but I got Chris Godwin and Debo Samuel probably coming back pretty soon. Um, so reinforcements are here. Like I said, Jones, I've got it. Relying on James Conner is not great. And my quarterback situation, I'm relying on a five person rotation of mediocre quarterback play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where I just need one of them to show up. So, but again, the depth, team. I mean, you can't, you can't beat that. Like you, you do have the like, deepest team in the league. I think. I feel like me and Jason are complete opposites in that sense is that he doesn't have a lot of depth at the skill position players where they're playable and I do, but his quarterbacks are good quarterbacks and mine are shitty quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Make a deal gains. Knock yeah, on some see. doors. We'll see. We'll see. There's um, a lot, there's a lot to like about your team though. You're in a, you're in a good spot. And to, for it to be a problem that you're like considering playing James Connor, who is really good. I mean, who has been a, a pretty consistent fantasy player. He is a cancer survivor. He years. is a confirmed cancer survivor. So. He's tough. He's a survivor. Outwit, outplay, out last. Uh, right, coming two. in at number two is the prolific Benjamin Sveck. And actually, I I would argue with your one and two placement as well. Obviously, by um, if you if you've gotten this far, then you know that number one is Jake Kinzer. Sorry to steal your yeah. thunder gains, but number two, Ben Sveck, super uh, dominant, top heavy. Well, he has some depth too, actually. 
just a, a really prolific team. A, fantastic team. a really fun team, team to watch too, like, and a really hard team to to be playing against because you hate the thought of just the, the, the Ravens having the ball. It just like literally will keep so you much, night. So many points. So many points. So many points. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So much to like about Specs team. I feel comfortable leaving it at that. We talked about his team a lot uh, in his segment. So. Yeah. And, and we're coming up know, on you, six hours. Yeah, six hours. Uh, it's like a day of elementary school. Six hour podcast. We're getting paid a lot of money for this. So we actually get paid yeah. per second that we're on air. So um, take wait, it away, Jakey. Yeah. That's $5. We just got $5. Thank you. So cancer, the old, and I know, I know Grant was alluding to this. I have, a, I really wanted to put spec first because he hasn't been knocked down so to speak he had a bad week and he was you know might potentially win so like it, that's tough but kids have dropped 200 points so at least for this week uh he's coming in at our top spot his team's deep his team's young deep young uh, yeah. joe, joe burrow russell, Sucks. russell wilson Sucks. Joe burrow, if joe burrow plays like he did this week then kids team is going to be very very good this year um and will definitely be competing for a championship um, but you know, he needs that consistent play out of his second quarterback. Russ, you know what you're going to get out of Russell Wilson. And if um, Aaron Jones, gosh, he's, I mean, if he can get anything close to 40 points a week, then no one's touching Kinsey. Yeah. So there's our power rankings for week post week two. There's uh, our power rankings and really there's our, there's our podcast. And really? There there, what else is there to say that we haven't said the, yet? The PF pod. That's for those that forgot the name of our podcast. It's the Pipeline Fantasy Pod. Yep. Pipeline Fantasy Pod It is either branded PFP or PF Pod or Pipeline FP or uh, P Fantasy P Fantasy P or P Fantasy Pod. It's, there's P, so many ways to P, shake it. Or PFP Pod. Yeah. But either way, we... We're extremely happy and grateful that you probably didn't make it this far. So. <laughs> but, you know, I will say a little a small anecdote. Jason Dobkin and I, about six, seven years ago, started a podcast at the University of Maryland. And we had approximately zero listeners. There may have been one if our moms tuned in that night. Um, and it was scripted and I read things verbatim and it was so cringy to look back on. So it's fun to just be with your good bud and talk about fantasy sports. Amen. It sounds awesome. It was great. It was I mean, we're doing it again. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. And, and if you want to be a guest appear on the PF pod, let us know. Oh, I'm, we're, I'm, we're all yours. If the crystal ball is in front of me, the future's bright for this podcast and I don't think there will be another episode with just the commish and Grant's good guys. I think next, even, even next episode, one of you two will. Yeah. One of you one two, of you <laughs> one of, one of, one of you, one of you nine you will be joining. <laughs> yep. Matt. You get 11 guys on here. We have freaking wow. round so table. What are we, what's our number at right now? Can we get a quick, how many listeners? Be, uh, no, 12 million. Of hours that we've been podcasting. Well, we started <laughs> at what, 640? Six, 
and it's eight ten, and we wanted to do a 20 minute. <laughs> 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 oh, it's great. That's great. Right, I think, I mean, the, the beauty of this is that we'll segment it off so that people can listen to it. Like they'll listen to their section. They don't have to, if they don't care about, um, me and Steve's matchup, which they should, because what a, what a matchup it was. We lost, we lost your audio, Jakey. All right. Gaines is having technical issues. What's a podcast without a technical issue? I am your host, Grant, joined by the commish, Jake Gaines. Oh, you're back. And he muted himself. No, you Hell of a time running the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys.